Hey, what's up here? What? <laughs> he got he got sidetracked. <laughs> Clearly, you didn't cheer for this. Perfect, it's natural. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, poor luxury here and shark actually. Um, we got we got Ye- Yeezy's finally here. Yeezy's here. Yeezy's first al- first albums. This, this album's out. He's got he's putting five out in a month. Wait, 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 and wait, I gotta wait. say, this is the first podcast where you have to do homework. What's the first, homework? So. As you guys know, I'm a huge EA fan, Kanye, that is. Um, this podcast, we talk a lot about the Kanye doctrine. Um, the We kind of delve into him mentally. The homework is, again, it's not 100% necessary, but highly encouraged to go on YouTube and look up the Kanye Charlemagne the God interview. They talk a lot, and this is going to be... It's like an hour and 45 minutes. You don't listen, need to listen to the whole thing, but you, I think you should listen to at least like a 10-minute, 15-minute segment so you can kind of get an idea uh, and get some context to what we're talking about. Uh, anyways, listen up, stay tuned, and um, get ready to ride along with us. <laughs> and I will say real quick, like the... Uh, if anything, listen to I think like an hour in because I feel like the first like half or so is mostly drama and like yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. been like him getting through the what was it breakthrough or not instead yeah, of breakdown not, not, not the breakdown it's the breakthrough yeah, yeah. days having so so yeah. it, it's pretty it's pretty entertaining and pretty good so yeah it gives you, yeah it gives you it definitely give, I think will give you not necessarily more respect but you'll get a a mind into the mad genius the mad scientist <laughs> so anyways uh, take a listen to that and enjoy what we got for you see ya. You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. So, what I was saying was, uh, I don't, I don't watch any TV really. I just, I get home and I watch. Um, I, I just get on YouTube, like whether it's car videos or whatever. But the reason I say this is because I watch the, you know, hour and forty-five minute. Charlemagne the God video and with Kanye West because I heard all this th- these things and I went straight into like another 45 minute breakfast club again with Charlemagne the God and <laughs> T.I. and T.I. was talking with Kanye and it's just like wait sorry I don't think I'm getting here I don't know why test hit pause real test, quick test. see if it's just go. gonna refresh here I we'll be fine it'll be easy yeah. you didn't really say anything uh, so I watched the interview and T.I. is t- talking about kind of in the same lane. I guess this happened before his oh, interview. He, was, he went to the breakfast, breakfast club? So yeah, T.I. went to the breakfast club and was talking about Kanye. And, but anyways, we'll say that all to say, what did you have to say? Because you saw the interview, right? <laughs> you know, and maybe our fans know. I don't know. I've said, I've, I think I've professed my love for Kanye as a human being and brother in the struggle, but I'm because I'm a hu- I'm a huge Kanye fan. Facts, um, but I know you're like, you're not not a fan of him. It's just yeah. you know if people. I think people assume that you're not a fan because you're a huge Taylor Swift fan, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean make you not a fan. It's just you're just the average Kanye listener probably. But after seeing the the main point of contention, the Charlemagne the God, and Kanye West interview. Yeezy. Yay. Yeezus. What did you think? I think he's the solution. 
the solution, the final solution. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this your Italian business? Uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, who's the leader of the Italians in World War Two? Benito. Benito Mussolini. Is this man of Mussolini coming out of you right now? The yeah, final so, solution, huh? Okay, go on. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do a Kanye. I'm not going to pull a, everybody on Kanye. For, go ahead, finish. Explain yourself. I think he has a really good... He's very connected to everything. Explain. So I think he, like, understands how the world works and, like, he's very real, you know? He does say some things where he's, like, uh, you know... Well, he says, like, you know, I want to say this to get out to the universe. <laughs> so he's acted like he's, like, I don't know. Like, everything's connected to him, which, I mean, maybe it is, you know. I think there's something about that with, like, the metaphysical or something. Uh-huh. But, and he talks about how, like, everything's a simulation, you know, and, like, mm. the, it, the, the... When world, he said that, he's, like, he's trying to break the simulation. I yeah. was, like, that's an interesting way to put it, yeah. but... Because it's all fake, right? But, I mean, I think he just has, like, big ideas and, like... He can. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna break down a lot of barriers here, but I think he's similar to Trump, mm. in the sense that he knows what he wants to do, and he just does it. You know what I mean? And he's like, like at the end when he was talking about the houses. Yeah. And he's like this, uh, whatever it was design and this other, like Spanish, you know, stones or whatever the heck. Yeah. And this, and he's like. That's all bullshit. You know, he's like, I'm trying to do something new. You know? Yeah. Uh, actually, sorry for context there. He basically has like a 300 acre. You got to watch the video, but uh, for he's got like a 300 acre land and he's trying to build like uh, a few uh, housing development, basically. Amongst other things he's trying to do. Yeah. The, so to, to really, and we'll say this again in the intro if we haven't, um, to get the context of this entire conversation, you really, like, would you, you, I'm sure you would agree, you really have to watch this interview. It's a long interview, and you have to be willing to give this guy a shot because you're, <clears throat> you're not going to, if you're not willing to try to understand what he's saying, it's going to be so easy to write him off. And I, I fear that's what's going to happen, and it's already happening with this so far. Um, people already don't like him. And they're they're so willing. They're not just not giving him a chance. I gave him a chance because I'm a fan of him. But I'm glad to see somebody else give him a shot. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you are a Kanye fan before, and I didn't know it. But um, I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's if, taller. I don't him. know if I ever like wrote him off. You know what I mean? But I knew like what he would say like stupid shit. Like we were, and we'll get into the big discussion point here. But uh, he would say stupid shit. I'm like, all right, dude, just like cut it out. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. But like, because it's just sometimes it just seemed like he was either doing it for attention, but like we were talking about previously before the podcast, it's like I think there's a lot of people out there who are geniuses, but they don't know how to articulate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, just like him, like we were saying, like he just says like random stuff, right. and then but like that's like a a small part of the entire thought he's process. Entire, he's a, he's a yeah. whole, he's a he's whole <laughs> entire mental dialogue. Stream, right? He yeah, has a stream. He has a right? mental stream. Yes. He's like, I love the word stream. So it's like, so Kanye, like another, another thing, man, is I can empathize, not just sympathize, I can empathize with Kanye because I always, this is going to make me sound a little crazy, but I always have an inner dialogue. And I think we all, 
um, to a degree. So imagine somebody like something's happening, like you're just driving down the street, you know, a car pulls out in front of you. You have a whole list of things that happen like you're thinking about. Not only you're thinking about prior to actually noticing this potential car wreck that going on, you're thinking about I need to go this way, this way, this way. I can't go this way because this, I need to do this. Yeah. I have this going and he's going this fast. And you're saying all of these things at one time, but you're not actually verbalizing. It's feelings. Right. There are the, all these emotions and feelings that you have that basically tell a whole story that you can't really articulate. And the problem, I think, with Yeezy is he's always, he's, he's kind of like Steve Jobs. Always thinking of something. Always thinking of something. Always thinking about the next new thing. You saw in the interview, he's he's got so many ideas beyond, like you said, he's got the housing development. He's already in. Uh, he's done music. He's the king of the music, you know. Yeah. He's got the the fashion thing on lock right now, yeah. as far as him, um, and he's trying to spread out into all these different things. He's got these ideas. The issue is, he wants everybody to just accept it without. Yeah. Without him backing it up, I'm, I granted when you when you articulate and you explain yourself, we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. That's cool, man. And I can see what you're saying, but the problem is for him, he just because he's so big, he just wants people like to automatically understand him without excuse me without him doing any articulation. Yeah. But go ahead, what you were saying. Yeah, and it's like adding to that, like, uh, like you were saying, he like uh, talked about how Nike kind of screwed him over, mm-hmm. and they like wouldn't they would like stifle his like ideas kind of, but like like you said, he like he would say like he would come up with an idea and they'd be like, well, I think we should do it kind of this way, and he's like, nah, you know, <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. he, he's n- he's not gonna give any ground. He just wants like free reign. and like it's very difficult to do that, obviously, you know. Yeah. And then he also talked about something that was really interesting was like. Um, you know, artists should get a business. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's necessarily true in the sense of like, you know, you got all these like, I mean, whoever it is, anybody who comes in the limelight, like they're not going to be the smartest, maybe they're not the smartest person, but they certainly have at least creativity, but like just canning them, like basically like all this power, like he said, like, uh, uh, who's the two rappers? I forget. Was it use ye? He's no Uzi or something or Travis Scott was Travis right. Scott. He's yeah. like Travis Scott should get the same amount of employees that the Dropbox guy had, right? Yeah. And then just like you know, give him money basically, like instead of giving him a manager, give him a CEO. Yeah. I mean, there's something there in the sense of like maybe they could create something, but he was saying like they're trying to stifle artists by just keeping them as artists. Yeah. You know, and not and then, letting them grow beyond that. Yeah. To feel- and I haven't looked into this, but he was saying like now music labels want to do this like 360 approach where they get rights to like everything that artist does for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably a little much. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, but he does make a good point that like these people could possibly create things that are like, you know, because we only grow when we do things that are out of the norm, right? Like when you create like an innovative idea, that's just cause like nobody else has ever thought about that before too. Right. So like sometimes they fail, but they also, you know, uh, could succeed. Yeah. Or at least, you know, that, that doesn't work, but then it sparks something else, you know what I mean, and just keeps going forward. It's kind of like um, with NASA how, uh, I'm, I'm making leaps and bounds here, but <laughs> it's kind of like how people say, like, we should have the space program because 
not, I mean, whatever with space exploration, obviously that's, you know, a whole another thing, but they at least create technology that they need to get to different planets that we can use. Right. Like, I don't know, how, I forget how GPS came about, but it was, I mean, it was a military thing, definitely. Yeah. But that was probably just for, like, you know, guided weapons or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, now we have GPS in our phones. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And we got, like, your circular area of probables, like, yeah. like, two feet with your cell phone. Yeah. Which... Ten years ago, if you were getting six feet on like a Jaden, <laughs> you were You're in there. Feet. You were in there. Now we're talking inches. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy, and it it was actually it's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> Quick sidebar from Yay, I was listening to um, what do you call it? What's this? A TED Talk, but it was it's an old one. Um, it's from like two thousand eight, yeah. and it was on DARPA. You're like I don't remember what DARPA stands for. It's like Defense Applied Research Project. Agency or something like that. Oh, was that the one that pimp? You're talking about the podcast or the TED Talk? TED, TED Talk. Talk. Okay. Yeah. So DARPA is like they're yeah just, yeah applicate. It's like research and development. Yeah. Basically. So they, they were talking about like this is from like 2008, which I didn't realize they were working on hypersonic glide vehicles. Dude, yeah. In 2008. Crazy shit. So they're they're working on this and they're like, like so the idea is we're trying to get this thing and they're talking about like it's pulling. I think yeah Mach 20. They're talking about this this glide vehicle. Is able to go, and then it's just they keep on crashing into the ocean, but they're getting better and better. And yeah. again, this is ten years ago. It's talking about this, and it's like, okay, so, like, what's the what's the whole point of this? Why are you, why are you doing this? He's like, well, we're doing this because we're just trying to develop technology, um, primarily for the military, so we can stay ahead of everybody, and we can just kind of advance. He's like, so, what are you gonna do with this? And like, you know, that's up to the military, and we like we just we just made like. Don't give me that bullshit. You know exactly what you. They're like, so what kind of like what would you do? What you do? Like, like what what is this for? Like, you have some kind of payload on there? Is like, yeah, we get, we have a payload of however many pounds or whatever, and we're just trying to make it do this. Like, so what kind of payload would you like want to carry? Like, we just making it so it can be carried. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know exactly what you're trying to carry, and like I like not that I I get it. You know, secrecy and having your different classification levels and all this right. bullshit. Uh, not, it's not really bullshit, but having all this, these different levels of classification to protect national security. Right. I got it. But it was just, it was rich, like listening to this lady say, oh, uh, we don't know what this could potentially be used for. We just make this. We just made this like intermer- inter- inter- intermediary like device, but we had no idea what the start yeah, finish we, was. Yeah, we're just making it. We're just, we're just like somebody. They gave us. They told us, "Hey, we need something that can carry something really fast and go really far and not be shot down." Like, okay, and we just made it for him, and we have no clue why we'd want to do this. Like, you yeah, know exactly why. Exactly. Don't play coy with me, okay? But uh, uh, but anyways. So I mean, along those lines, he made a good point that he was like. He just like like Elon. I really like that Elon Musk does this. He like creates things, but then he doesn't. Usually, he doesn't put a patent on them. He mm-hmm. just he just makes like he just puts it out in the public for anyone to use those ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. No, it's fine. Just yeah, I was just stopping. I know he's crazy, but anyway, yeah. So he he puts out these ideas basically and allows anybody to use them and uh Yeezy was saying that with his like uh fashion stuff yeah but he was like uh but then he was like Elon Musk puts out these plans but it doesn't matter because he's the only one that can execute them. exactly like he was talking about plans like like anybody could have these patterns I'll put it out there for anybody to have them yeah but only some certain people can close it out you know 
anybody can know a playbook, but it's only you have to have a director who can orchestrate it yeah, all. Exactly. And I think that his kind of the crux of the issue with him is he's very gifted. And I think we said before we got on the podcast, you know, he's very gifted and he just, the problem is he just doesn't articulate himself. So I don't know if you were planning on hitting some of like the crazier things that he said recently. I don't know, were you or not? Uh, I don't know, because I, 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 didn't, I didn't take notes the entire time, but I would like to say this one comment, this quote that he had, which again shows that he's a, must possibly a genius, but uh, he doesn't know how to direct himself. He said, more people will end up retarded than rich. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I remember thinking like, yay. yay. And then the other thing is, in the entire interview, he like, he'll say crazy, st- or like, he'll say stuff that you're like, on the edge of your seat, like, how's he going to conclude this? And then he never He just doesn't it. finish it! Which, actually, so, we'll probably talk about this in the intro again, but, uh, like, the first half, I feel like, is mostly drama. And, like, him and Jay-Z, Barack, he's yeah. got a few good points. Dude, he's got, he, he's got some, he gets butt hurt, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets but at the hurt. same time, he made, one of the good points he made was he was, like, um, nothing is, like, wor- nothing that happens to you is worthless, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's positive and negatives, it's just but an experience. It's, there's no good or yes, bad. It's just an experience. What he, that's what, I think that's what he said. It. It's like, it's basically, that's, you just learn from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, like, he talked about his, which I didn't know he was in the hospital, but he had a, he had a breakdown, which he calls a breakthrough. Yeah. Classic. I like, dude, I like yeah, it. That was a good one. That was a good one. It's but, like, I'm not going to beat you down. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. But like, he made a good point there in the sense of, I don't know if he necessarily said it this way, but he was basically like, it kind of like reset me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It like ground, it like, I had all this shit happen to me, and then that, like, was, like, the, you know, end point, kind of, mm. and then I came back from it. You yeah. Know? It was, like, a you know, whole breakthrough. Yeah. 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 But, he, like, but, like, he has a very good perspective on that. That's part of the reason I say he's, like, the solution, because he has a very good perspective on, like, negative things happen to him, but he, like, he just moves along. Yeah. And one other thing, real quick, is, like, when he was, when he said he was in debt, he wasn't actually in debt, right? When he tweeted that thing, he's, like... Yo, Mark Zuckerberg, give me some money. <laughs> so I think he was. So I think he was in debt, but it wasn't anything. It's is debt in the sense of like we as America are in debt. Sure, we're in debt. We owe people things, but it's not anything you can't handle. Yeah, you know, just like you have a college loan, you may owe sixty thousand dollars, but you're not in trouble. You're still buying everything. You're not in the poorhouse because you have a plan to execute right, on right. how you're going to pay off your debt and get to where you're going. Yeah. Sure, he's broke, quote unquote, but he's got his plan. Like, if he was really concerned about it, you you wouldn't see him. Yeah, right? exactly. That's why. That's why. Like, after I saw when I saw that, and then I saw other stuff that he did, I'm like, well, he's fine. And, and not to mention, he's got the Kardashians to back him up too. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I saw some. Fu- I saw some funny memes talking about the uh, talking about the Kardashians. They're talking about um, Kris Jenner. Uh, they're just talking about all the crazy things that. "Quote unquote crazy things Yeezy was doing, um, and it was like the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder, and it keeps on saying that like it'll show something else. The devil's working hard, but Chris Jenner's working harder to yeah. stay, basically kind of stay ahead of it. Like so, you, what did Ye yeah, say? He said uh, something about like you know I'm Team Trump, make America great again, blah blah blah. This and then Kim, you see, he gets on and like he immediately after puts out a tweet. He's like, oh. Uh, no, I'm not saying I agree with everything. I just like his I just like his energy, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that's not necessarily me. I'm endorsing him. Which he again, 
he has to explain like that makes sense exactly and he finally like I think Kim was like hey you need to like you gotta explain yourself you're a smart guy and also T.I. was talking to him about yeah that, that was really good like did you see that interview yeah. at all so um, on his channel you're saying on on Kanye's channel no I didn't see it on oh that. I didn't see the Breakfast Club one. Oh no there's a separate one but it just with, called with, Kanye West slash T.I. oh really and they're just like kind of arguing not but like kind of like very uh very simmered, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're just like in a group of people and they're arguing. And it's called, I think the title of the video is called Yay vs. the People. And then at the end, they're like... I heard the song Yay vs. Yeah. the People. Oh, okay, yeah. Because they were recording that song. And basically, what is it? It's basically like an argument between T.I. and uh, Kanye, right? Yeah. That's how they like recorded it. Yeah, or it's in T.I.'s playing the, the people like America yeah, right. and Kanye's playing just yeah. Kanye. Uh, kind of playing off of like the O.J. vs. the People, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. But like... But yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that's a really good example of like, he's like promoting Trump, but then in the interview with Charlemagne, you see that all he really cares about is the fact that Trump was able to become president. A celebrity exactly. Was able to president. You know what I mean? Somebody who's outside of the, uh, what, what Trump said, basically it's essentially true. So, and <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sticks, it's okay. You're fine. Lay down. Um, it's an outsider who doesn't like just somebody different in there and again he says broke the simulation he did President Trump broke the, the simulation because typically we don't have those kind of people now whether it's right or wrong is up to your personal preference what you want and just kind of accepting whatever you have you know I mean we have our own ideas on these things but that's neither here nor there um, but he had to explain like, Hey, it's not that I like his policies and here's more than anything. What I really liked about the interview was when Charlemagne would ask him and say, Hey, so Char you don't Char Charlemagne asked some deep questions. Dude, Charlemagne's he always good. He like, did you know he was a rapper before? Like way back oh, in the no. day. So yeah, he used to like, that was his rap name was Charlemagne the God. Oh, yeah. And, uh, anyways, that's. Yeah, sorry. Later on, whatever. Uh, he, he's and he was like a, a he was a good rapper. Uh, he when he would ask, yeah, he was like, hey, so what do you like? I hear what you're saying, but don't you think that like, do you see where people can be a little bit upset with what you're saying? Yeah. And then yeah, he would just be like, huh? It would be quiet. He do kind of the Brock pause and sit there, think. And he would like actually form that. You could see him like having an inner argument, and he would be like, "I never thought about that, really, man. Like honestly, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I have to he, think about." It. And he would be like, he would actually consider for him being as cocky as he is, and he and that's another thing I like about the interview. He brought up how he um, people were basically took his energy away from like once he started yeah. doubting himself, he kind of lost. His superpower, his superpower was be him being cocky, yeah. and that's what helped him work through whatever he's worked through. Yeah, um, I like how he admitted that. He's like, like, look, I know I'm crazy. Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I know I'm a little bit wild. I'm the crazy cousin that no, you don't want to bring the family cookouts. I get it, but that's not gonna stop me from having these ideas. And if we haven't already touched on it, he's just. And I think this is kind of a recurring theme. He just doesn't explain himself. Yeah. Those he has so many good ideas, and once he actually, once somebody forced him to articulate it, 
that's when you're like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like when you brief or something, or like you're doing a presentation or like just talking in public, and instead of saying um, you should take a pause. Yeah. And he does a very good job of that. Not that he would say um, but he does a very good job of like just taking a pause. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, because he takes a, Cause he takes a like, long time to think Sometimes I'd watch the video, but I'd be like somewhere else. And I'd like hear like a 10 second pause and I'm like, did the video shut off? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like total silence. But, yeah. And like, I'm sure Charmaine understands him. So he knows like, he's just thinking. Yeah. But yeah, he does a very good job of staying grounded in the sense of like, if you ask him a question, he'll actually consider it mm-hmm. and not just be, which I think a lot of people have a problem with is like, when you just, when you ask them a question, they're like, it's like if they're a Republican or a Democrat, let's just take exa- as an example. They're like, if you ask them like a question like why don't they see this as a democratic you know like why don't they see the democratic benefit of this they're like no i'm a republican i got it you know and they come up with like a staple answer yeah instead of like actually thinking about it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like giving it giving it a shot instead of just sticking to not their guns but just outright denial or like instantly having an answer for it like it's not genuine answer they just if they don't have something and they have to think about they just put out this answer that's a dance around and not really answer anything about the question and I don't appreciate that. And I did like that, that Yeezy did that, man. It was, yeah. I think he's, a lot of people should watch this interview because he, you kind of get an idea of what he was, you get a look into his mental, which I think you have, you have to understand that. Like, and when you're looking, when you see these crazy off the wall things, if you have no context, it's just like when you watch the news, yeah. MSNBC or Fox News, they just pull these random, like they do it a lot worse. Out of context. Yeah, but the problem is <laughs> Yeezy has no context. He just says these things. Yeah. There is a, there's a stream. That's dude, true. it's just a mental stream and he just decides to let some parts of the stream out. He's giving well, people a little sample of this and they're yeah. like, wait, what? Because I didn't even see that. I didn't even know the interview was a thing, but I saw something on Facebook that was like clips of it. And it was like th- that whole thing he did where he's like, I'd be having a feel or whatever, a feel in a way, you know? And like mm-hmm. a few of the other things he said, and they just took clips and it made him seem stupid, you know? Yeah. And like if I use the quote, uh, you know, all I got from it was like, uh, more people end up retarded than rich. People are like, <laughs> kind of a fucking idiot. You yeah. Know? He's, so you gotta watch the whole thing. Yeah. And that's, again, like you said, that's only like a snapshot, even of what he's thinking. You know right. what I mean? Because <laughs> I remember so many times he was like talking about, like, Charlamagne would ask him a question like, Something about Trump, and he'd be like, "So that interview with Barack Obama, called me a jackass." You know, yeah. <laughs> like he just like something else, and then Charlemagne like did a good job because he knows him all. He's like at the end, he's like, "So I'm I'm curious about how this all ties into my yeah. question." And then he's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, so sorry, I didn't. I'm gonna get to that." Yeah. So the reason I thought, and then again, this is I in that aspect, me and me and Ye are a kindred spirit because. I all like if you you've been around me long enough to know like you ask me one question I may give you three different answers including the one you're looking for but it's because it's the stream they're just shooting off yeah it, like it it's that feeling like he, and he's a very emotional person you know so like yeah. he asks him what he feels about Trump and then he goes okay he's like all right here's what I think about Trump president Barack Obama he was president he pissed me off one time I remember when he said he was a jackass and then he started going off and like how he felt about when he's yeah. jackass. Then he kind of way roundabout the way comes back and says, so this is why I think about him, you know, because I think when he was talking about Obama, eventually the whole reason he brought up Obama was because he was saying that he was kind of like Obama was not a cookie cutter president, but he was saying that he kind of was not, and not necessarily more the same, but he thought he was going to be like this 
world-beating president, like a guy unstoppable. He's going to break the mold, and he thought he was breaking the mold. And then he didn't necessarily. He right. kind of gave it more of – he was he's a standard politician. Yeah. Know? And then President Trump's not a standard politician. He's right. He has political aspects to him, but he doesn't do it the same way everybody does. And then that kind of leads to him talking about, yeah, man – Obama kind of pissed me off, called me a jackass. I'm like, <laughs> but to be, and here's the thing. Yeah, I think this is another, this is a downside, DA. He is able to see it other people's way, but until somebody asks him to do it, he will not see yeah, it. So it is initiated. No, because like, even when he was talking about it, he's like, yeah, I just don't understand why Obama doesn't just call me and tell me sorry. You know, yeah. if he, I'm like, dude, it's because you were being a jackass. Like, you were being a jackass. At least see that. And then I think he was like, if he thought of it, he's like, yeah, I was kind of being a jackass. Okay, I can say it. But I'll say sorry, and he can say sorry, too. To give context to that, so what... Because uh, I already heard the jackass part. I didn't... So, another part of it is, like, you're hearing this stuff from Kanye, which it's he, should, he said, she said, you know, mm-hmm. of, like, he could be lying. But did he... Did Barack actually meet with Kanye and his mom? And then also, why did Barack call him a jackass? What was he doing at the time? So, I want to say, yeah, because, again... Kanye's from Chicago. Brock campaigned and was a was a senator in Chicago, uh, or senator in Illinois, and well known attorney. I think and it was a ter- uh, terrible at this stuff. Looking at my history, but I think he was like a, yeah, some he was kind a of attorney or something. Oh, yeah, right? like attorney or something in Chicago, and he. This is when he started like kind of making a name for himself. And obviously, he's coming up in the world. It's probably 2006, 2005, and he's getting a big, bigger name. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, 2005, 2006. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, he's got pool, and he meets with Ye. Um, probably around, actually, probably around 2007, 2008. Uh, so I think that was when his mom was still around. And comes out, and it's like, they just have their conversations. Like, he just meets with him. He's, like, one of his favorites. Just like Jay-Z. Right. Jay-Z's one of his favorites, so he meets with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Done. Um, but I think when he called him a jackass was... It wasn't the Taylor Swift thing. It was kind of when he was kind of acting out. Um, and he had just... Again, this is when he started breaking the mold from just being a musician. Like, he kind of started branching out and... It was at that point that he was kind of, again, this is when he started shotgunning those ideas out and without context and just saying like some, could be could be perceived as some dickhead things. And that's when he's like, yeah, just easy. You're just being, a, he's acting like a jackass right now, saying different things and whatever. So obviously he felt some type of way about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting part. And then he also talked about how, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, he, he got hurt because Jay-Z got invited to the White House. But then he did. So I think, like, his ego mashed. Like, he's got he's, he's humble, but he's also got a big ego. He's got and, like, he tries ego. to play the two apart, you know? But sometimes they clash, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> the funny part of me, I forget how this came up, but he was just like, uh, Charlotte asked him a question or something, and he's like, yeah, but and you, got, you know what the craziest thing to me is? Chicago's the murder capital of the world. That's where Brock's from. And then he never expounded on that, so I never, <laughs> I never figured out what he was talking about. What you, yeah, what are you trying to get at? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was pretty funny. But I'm trying to remember, yeah. I remember saying something about that. Yeah. 
Oh. But then, like, they just, yeah. He just left it at that. Yeah, right. it's tough to get him to do anything about that, but... It's like curtain mental cats. And so, yeah, so, like, I don't, I don't know how big of a... He, I mean, like, I think his, like... The reason I say he's kind of the solution is his thought... Pro- like, his ability to, like, be connected to a lot of things and, like, do stuff is uh, very important. Mm-hmm. And, like, what he said about Trump, where he was, like... Everybody's, like, you know, freaking out that he... Uh, met with Trump and stuff, but he's like, and and he did one of those things where Charlemagne asked him a pointed question, and he was like, "Yeah, I guess I kind of did mess up there or something." Yeah, like that. <laughs> but he did. He did say like, "I want you know people who speak badly about Trump or good about Trump. That's fine. Everybody's got to talk. Like it's he's he's glad that everybody has their opinions and like is able to you know speak their mind, which." I don't know how big of a trouble that is. Just just as long as they don't like get too crazy. Like everybody could be open minded about stuff. But he was like, I'm just trying to talk to him so we can like progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean it is a good point. Like if you just say, I mean yeah, Trump certainly does some crazy shit. But if like the entire let's just say black community mm-hmm. just like never speaks to him. Yeah. Nothing's ever gonna happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Both are gonna be at a stalemate. You know what yeah. I mean? So like him being such a prominent figure, obviously everybody was hurt by that because they're like, "Well, why don't you defend us?" You know here, but maybe meeting with it, like meeting with yeah. him, could probably move things along. Yeah. No, it's it's a step in the direction. Yeah. But the I think the issue was, uh, I'd use more colorful language, but. That's not what we do. We're, we're, we're pretty free in the lack of luxury, but it's not, not still not the pace. But he's, I think the issue you run into and why people were so upset was because he was kind of, um, for lack of a better word, just kind of shucking and jiving to whatever Trump said. And so he's kind just, of becoming his puppet a little bit? Yeah, he, like, he, like he, I get what he's saying. And again, I have to reiterate the reason why he likes Trump is not his policies, right. and he and that's what they they talked about. Charlemagne brought it up, and even Ti brought it up. It's not his policies that they're he's wrapped up about. It's the idea that Trump could ascend to the position of power that he's in. Yeah. So he has to understand that while he's doing this. It's not the same thing as so him wearing his "Make America Great Again" hat. It's not just wear, putting on a baseball cap. It's not just you know. Yeah. It's not just him like. It's not style. Yeah, it's not. It's not like him like an A Rod. Let me put on this Yankees hat. Yeah. It's. It'd be the it'd be similar, and viewers may. I hope we don't lose any viewers on this, but it it'd be similar to. Somebody saying, you know, I'm a fan of, I don't know, this this cat from the South. And they're like, okay, um, well, I'm a, I like this cat from the South, so I'm going to wear this, Ameri- this Confederate flag. You know, that's a whole different ball game than saying, I just like, if you just wore a hat that said Trump, it's different. But the problem is the Make America Great Again theme and what it was built upon is harmful to a lot of his yeah. followers, or not followers, but is harmful to a lot of his fans right. and people who've been with him. So that was the issue that he didn't see. Right. If it was, because that's like, it's something that is a symbol of everything, not just a symbol of him, the individual. Yeah, it Again, looks like it shows that he's just supporting his policies. Right. If he had like, if he just wore like a Trump sticker, like it was just Trump, that's a different story. 
Yeah, or if he's wearing, you know, a Trump pin or it's got like the gold letters, you know, like off Trump yeah. Tower or something. That's one different thing that versus supporting an entire movement. And I don't think I think he he kind of came to that realization in his um, in it, in the interview when he was like, huh, yeah, I guess I never thought about how that might affect some of my the people who've been with me. They're like, yeah, I guess I might I could have messed up about that, huh? And then that was it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Which, it was kind of uh, a little selfish of him. Because with great power comes great responsibility, right? Like, right. Like, he's a prominent figure, like we said. But it was kind of selfish of him to just do that because... Or, like, it was a selfish mindset to be like, now I like Trump because he's a celebrity. He's dragon energy. What's that? He's dragon energy. Yeah. He, he's just, like, saying, like... I'm gl- he did what I wanted to do, so I yeah. like him now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a little, like, such a niche niche thing. Yeah. I never know how to say that word. But, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, oh, he did what I want to do. Now I like him. And then, like you said, he's like, now he's following along with him as if he's following every policy he loves. And he, everybody's like, what the hell? Just yeah, like, like, don't you realize? The ultimate betrayal, basically. Yeah, and that's kind of where, and if we can go into, like, this is the, the, the big... I think the big outlash, it wasn't the string of tweets he's put out. It was the TMZ interview when he was like, <laughs> when he's like, you know, 400 years of slavery. That sounds like a choice to me. Uh. And you're like, it's cringeworthy to, for him to say that. But it's outside of the context. They just splice it in there. TMZ is trying to make their money, you know? Yeah. I get it. Anything t- that TMZ has on their, their hands on, I don't trust. Anything. No, it's. But and then you saw I think you saw the other guy stand up and like dude you're acting real foolish right now yeah. but which he was and yeah and then he did the classic like we were just talking about he thought and he said huh yeah I guess I am kind of huh yeah. <laughs> but what he was saying you know with the, like I can understand like not that I don't agree with it but I can understand what he's saying like to oppress yourselves I guess but like again this is all has to be taken within context and he just doesn't like that's the problem with him it's like every time he says something which by the way real quick i didn't i never looked into what he did with trump like the actual like footage or tweets but um so i guess i'm speaking in generalities but with the tmz thing like the slavery thing it's like it's almost like every time he says something off the wall somebody has to be there to be like kanye explain yourself yeah (laughs) he needs like tell us what you're thinking yeah like somebody needs to say something like Oh, you gotta, dude. You gotta explain. Like, yeah, he needs to be on a permanent interview. Because yeah. if he's just a celebrity out there saying things, he's just shotgunning like stream, like dude, parts of his stream. Yeah, he's got streams crossing, dude. Yeah, and there's so many. <laughs> it's, it's it's messing him up. I gotta, I gotta wonder though. This is this is good. I kind of would probably love this podcast, right? <laughs> dude, <laughs> just, we should just talking about him. You know, you no, know, we could prob- <laughs> we could probably tweet this out at him. On Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, yeah, you might have up, to. But um, I gotta wonder what his uh, thought process was with the, uh, Kim Kardashian. What do you mean? Like, I don't know if like, do they actually like like each other, or is it just a power move? Type I think they like each other. Okay, I do. Uh, it's I think it's one of those things. So to I be, I mean, conf- and I have again, I haven't looked into it. I'm not as big of a fan as you are, but like, so I haven't looked into it too much, just like the Trump thing. But I don't know, like, because I've never seen them out, but. That's good because I'm not looking right. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I, speaking of that, I kind of liked his idea. So you notice in the interview, he was wearing just like champion gear. Yeah. Like, and he was like, I'm, not, I'm tired of putting my na- my labels out on my me. I'm not going to just like rock around and be like this billboard. I'm just going to wear what I want to wear. 
I was like, dude, that's a great point. So, can I add a point to that? Quick, go for it. I mean, no, it doesn't have to be quick. It goes as long as you want. Um, he, this is not a direct quote, but he basically said, brand names is like our insecurities. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, and that's a good point. I mean, and it's very real. I mean, I do the same thing. It's like, certainly like, you want something not, like good quality, right? So like typically brand names are that, but it's also like, I want to, like, you want, I want you to see me wearing a polo shirt. You know yeah. what I mean? Would or you like, wear, would you wear the same shirt if it didn't say polo on exactly, it? Exactly. You know? yeah. Would you pick it up off the rack and be like, that's what I want to yeah, wear? Exactly. Probably not. And like, so it's basically just like a show, like it, we're like shielding ourselves from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like hiding this little shell. So that was that was a really good point he made, which I kind of like. I've thought about before, I think, but like but he just like put it out there. You yeah. Know? And yeah, he said like yeah, he's wearing just like a basic hoodie, which I actually thought was one of his hoodies. I thought he I thought he did made those like just, he does just clothes, basic but, hoodies. Like, but I looked at it, I was like, dude, I think that's one of those like like really nice so- ones. Like right? one of those, no, I was like, I think that's one of those softy champions. I'm like, oh. I, I was literally thinking in my head, I was like. How is he not wearing no designer shit right now? I could have, like, I'm like, dude, I think that's just a plain ass, like, jersey shirt. Well, because when he started going to fashion, he didn't he go to, like, the Oscars or something with just, like, a hoodie and uh, that, like, I don't black remember. pants or something? I think it was, but I thought it was, like, just like I thought with this interview, that he, uh, it was, like, a fashion hoodie. Yeah. Like, it was, like, made out of, like, this crazy material and stuff like yeah. that. But well, I guess I'm, it was basic. Maybe. I don't remember. I just know that, like, like now you see that everybody rocking like the skinny skinny pants yeah. or kind of like the joggers, joggers. Yeah, yeah. and like the long the weird long t-shirts dude and he was wearing that shit like four or five years ago yeah. and now it's it's crazy he really is a trendsetter I I don't know where we're where that was going but where uh, what did we start before that was that? basically like brand names is your insecurities oh you're saying what you were talking about Pri- prior to that yeah uh, I think you were saying something about. He was just wearing a basic hoodie. And no, it was before we started getting into that. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So, you're, oh, you're saying, like, do you think it's real? I mean, I think... Because it, it just seems, like, real quick, it just seems like he's doing that because he understands that's a power family mm-hmm. and that'll, like, help him a lot. Not that, like, that's the only reason. Yeah. But, like, I think it would, like, either further his cause, you know, it's like, it's like a partnership or something, mm-hmm. or, I don't know, you know. I think he took a page, I think to a degree, took a page out of... Uh, Jay-Z's playbook yeah. with Beyonce, but I don't think it's the same reason. I think at this point, to so say Jay-Z and Beyonce decide to split, like, they're, they're, they're done. They're they not going to... They look gonna, that way, too, dude, by the way. They're not going to split. They're not splitting. They're a brand name. Yeah. Not, they're they're not doing it for business reasons. Yeah. Like. I think Kanye is not like that. I think... So, think about it like this. Um... I was going to use Stormy Daniels, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, she's famous. So what we forget is just because they're famous doesn't mean they're not people. Sometimes you look at them. We have idols like Kim, before, you know, and even still, you know, Kim Kardashian. Like, dude, she's bad, beautiful. Um, there's different people. Like, I can never think of people off the top of my head right now. Um, but people like, uh, was it... Uh, Emmanuel, like Shakiri, the girl off of uh, Entourage, mm-hmm. um, Gal Gadot, you know, just naming like beautiful ethnic. women, like you know, just in general, like not ethnic people. I'm just saying, I'm just named off like some hot girls like, yeah. or hot celebrities I can think of. So just because they're a celebrity, it's not like another celebrity is going to be like, 
nah, she's just average hot. Like, no, right. he's going to be like, dude, she's bad. She's yeah. banging. And that's, like, Yeezy saw, like, I'm, I fell in love with her, you know? Like, did he really fall in love with her at first? Probably not. But then he's, like, started talking to her, like, actually meeting her, having a conversation. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, now I legit fell in love with her. So I think, I do think he actually cares about her. And if they didn't, I think... I think they would have split because Kim's already broken up with a bunch of dudes yeah. before. Like, why she would have no problem with breaking up Yeezy. Although I He's will a good say, dude. like, because I, I, I just wonder. I'm reading a book by its cover a little bit here too because I haven't seen much of what Kim has done. But from what I saw, like, she's just like a socialite. So like, I'm wondering like, mm-hmm. if he's not doing this for the money. It's okay if he's doing it for love, right? But also, he's probably not doing it for anything creative wise. Like, because I don't think they're going in joint ventures. I you know, know, I, know. Mean? I think she's got she's got the creative side too going. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's as, as big as his. Uh, what what he's doing? He's on a whole nother level. Of shit. Yeah. Uh, Maybe think, his mo- her mom. Her mom's kind of like the mastermind. Yeah, yeah Chris, she, she seems to have like an entrepreneurial kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, well, the, you know, they're all famous yeah. because of yeah. the OJ thing, yeah. you know? And uh, that's kind of where they got their start. Yeah. And I thought was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting to a different interview actually with, um, might have been Charlemagne about, that, that can be tabletop for another, another time. But, um, it's with them. I I don't think it's. I I really don't think it's something that is fake. I think to a degree is sure they're celebrities and they have a duty to, you know, make whatever happen. But she's definitely less entrepreneurial, and I think I think a lot of her mom her mom's kind of controlled the Kardashian brand, uh, if you will, and it kind of spread to them, and now it's. They've each found their own kind of little bit of celebrity and they kind of branch out from there. Right. But. Yeah. <laughs> Not to put this on them, but I wonder if uh, it was a surprise pregnancy as well. Because, and real quick, didn't you realize in the interview, he never said, he never really said Kim. Uh, Ye didn't at least. Did he, he say his he wife? He always said his wife, yeah. Huh. He always said my wife. But, which was, I guess he just didn't want it to be about like kind of her or whatever. But, yeah. Um, it did see because I think one, at one point he said something where he was trying to talk about like you know the average person or something. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, when you do this stuff and you have to like concentrate on providing for your family in case you guys get like a kid or something. Then we realize like, wait a minute, maybe this was, was a surprise and they just like that kind of brought you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that kind of like finalized. Or maybe brought him down a, little, yeah. a notch or kind of grounded him again. Yeah, gave him gave him another breakthrough instead of <laughs> a breakup or yeah, break breakdown. Yeah, yeah, breakthrough instead of breakdown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's most of it there. Okay. Yeah, I, I, as always, man, I am a 100% easy fan. He he makes it hard to love him sometimes, that's for sure. But you have to end. It's easier for me because I'm already a fan of him. And I, as wild as he gets, he can be wild sometimes. I enjoy, I enjoy that. Um, we can have a, a talk. Actually, we will have a talk offline, a short one about something else, but, um, I mean, it's the whole reason we have a podcast. We just love having discussions, right? <laughs> yeah, <It's>, exactly. <laughs> and I enjoy, I enjoy seeing the journey that he goes on, and obviously his music, because we haven't even really talked about his music at all. His music is 
to me, it's it's A1, man. It's, yeah. He's got a, like, there's a couple albums that I wasn't the biggest fan of on the whole, but there's not there's not an album that I don't own of his. Yeah. And that I'm not, I couldn't listen to from start to finish. There's, there's ones that I think are, I think he has, you know, like, his top three, and then there's other ones who are less great, but they're still better than a lot of fucking other albums yeah. that are out. And, like, that point he made about artists getting their, like, company, I mean, mm-hmm. it is a good point in the sense of, like, if it's unfortunate that he had to have music to make a platform for something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I always think about how it's sad when you see, like, you know, whether it be athletes or artists, I guess artists in general, or entertainers, where it's like they do this thing, and by the time they're like forty or fifty, especially athletes, they're done. Like they yeah. can't; they don't have any other revenue. Yeah. Right? So they had to have made a business up somewhere to that in point. between there. Yeah, but like I mean, obviously, music people, musicians can go a lot longer. Yeah. But you, you should have something so that you can back it up. Right. Yeah, and that's what he did. He's like he was all music. Then he like slowly say, changed the ratio. Yeah. To like fashion. Now he's like no music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not that he wasn't ever. You know, a business-minded guy. Yeah. yeah, it's just he. That was what he got into. Yeah. And it actually, speaking of which, man, there was the, uh, uh, what was it? Drive slow. Uh, it's a song. I mean, uh, I can't remember what album it's on. I think late registration. Uh, Drive slow, where he's talking about he wants to be like this dude who, um, who's kind of like a drug dealer, gang banger. And the dude's like, dude, what do you mean? Like, you don't, don't be like, don't be like me. You got time. I just drive slow. And that's kind of, I think, where he's at. He had these other ideas besides just music. Music being one of, like, at the time, it was thing. He was still ahead of fashion. But he just needed, like you were saying, he just needed that platform. And it's not, and he probably, and honestly, I don't think he was thinking about music was going to be his platform to get into these other things. I think he was like, I'm going to be a rapper, right? Or I'm gonna make beats and I'm a rapper. And then he was like, Okay, I got this little bit of fame and it's like and then I think he was like, dude, I've always kinda liked fashion. Like, I think I should put my put my hat in the ring for this. And then he goes and does it and it's I mean, like he said, you know, Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. And it's true. They're selling Yeezys for like a thousand bucks a pop. J- J- Jordan's just selling maybe 200 like, yeah that's what people don't realize is I actually made this comment the other day and somebody didn't realize like that he's his brand and he says like his brand's almost gonna be a billion dollar industry <laughs> it's crazy yeah it's just wild yeah and like I, I don't know I feel like I've never really seen that yeah you know what I mean I think it's kind of who we're around I think if we're in a bigger city I think you might see it a little bit more what is his like what is the, the I think it's just logo. clothing and like, does he have a logo uh, that, like on the shirts or something like that. I uh, that I don't know. Okay. I know he's got the Adidas. Like those are the Yeezys. He's yeah. got the different Adidas. Um, because like I say he was with Nike before. Yeah. And he's worked with um all the like all, I don't know. I'm not huge into the fashion man. Yeah, yeah. I wish I don't actually. I don't wish I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I it, I don't care. I I, I enjoy dressing up nice, but I'm kind of like that shirt looks cool. Let me take that. Yeah. Um, but he's, I think. He's worked with enough designers and stuff that he's he has his hand in a little bit, a few different things. So that's kind of what he was talking about with um, uh, Virgil. If right. you know, that, that's the new guy. Like he's like the head of Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, uh, like design or something. And he's just like some fucking random dude. It was just crazy. Yeah, he's so, talking about him a lot. So, yeah, yeah. 
But all right. That's all. I think we're good. Yeah. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.